Rashad will be back hopefully next week. Uh, his brother uh, graduated from boot camp. Oh, awesome. uh, he did go to the military. Yeah, you know, what I like about Rashad, he's going to take care of them brothers. That's again. awesome. You know, um, and with Mars, he, he had a little trouble first time he went to boot camp. Ain't no black people. I'm telling all this business. It ain't a whole lot of business. Like, black people don't swim. Like, you know. Right. <laughs> That's true. No, I ass, had this conversation this weekend. Dead ass, dead ass, dead yes. ass. Like when we were growing up, and you used to be on the news on a Sunday, and you and somebody got yeah. drowned down at um, Oak Mountain State Park. Hello? You knew they were black. Yeah. You knew that the church pit so, nigga went down there. That happened to somebody in my when we were in middle school. Yeah, you didn't go to middle school. Come on, trust me. It happened it, to um, one of my friends in middle school. On the church pit, I guess the one thing I can say, come on. I can appreciate is. Every summer when we were growing up, especially in middle school, mm-hmm. my mama and my auntie took me and my cousins, so we went to the rec center with Miss Mumford and Cooper Green. We grew up in Dolomite. Right. Dolomite had a recreation. No, we did not. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I, I had a lightning man in 2000. No, but guess we, what? We had that We learned how to weekend. swim. I made sure. I don't know how. I just learned how to float like two years ago. Oh, my God. I, I made sure my children... So, you know, Mars, you know, growing up, in, you know, in the rural South, he didn't know how to swim. Right. But you know what I like about him, though? He turned around, learned how to swim, got back and got certified. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, well, that's black awesome. man. That's black boy joy right there. That's awesome. Oh, then we finished saying, hey, good boy back. Yeah, we Y'all are sick. Oh, Lord. So, um, so yeah, so, again, y'all, welcome back to season two of St. Kurt Different Day. I can't believe it's still going on. We got a lot of stuff that's coming up, a uh, lot of stuff that's coming up. And, um, you know, keep locking us on social media. Keep locking us um, on whatever platform you're li- listening to us. Please, please, please write reviews. If y'all write reviews, they get us seen by the Let us know, us. let us know, let us know. Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to, do, we're trying to do some bigger things. We're trying to get out there. But so, thank you for y'all also there are those true tried and true fans that have been sending um inboxes yes. and, Sam, and giving dirty looks like uh where is the new episode? <laughs> Snowball, all y'all. So thank y'all for keeping us on our toes. Quanta stop fan and you making me hot. It's, <laughs> it's hot. Anyway, open that door. I think we can, we'll be okay with the door. Oh, okay. I anyway. thought I was going through the change, honey, but the doctor said I wasn't. <laughs> no, I just really have hot flashes. I'm sorry. Okay. Change. And I'm fake, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to go get right into it. So, Derek, we're going to give you the A block today. So, what you, what you, what's on your mind? What's, what's going on in your life? So, you know, I'm always 
um, watching news and whatever. And some I was on watching YouTube and I was just flipping through and I got to a little video of what the man name is Henry Louis Gates. And he was um, talking about the ideological divides among black Americans. And most people may remember him as the black man who was arrested for breaking into his own house. Yeah, his Um, own house. This is when Obama was president. That's who that is. Mm -hmm. Standing Mm -hmm. out on the porch. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I don't know how I got to it, but um, to to just basically say, if you want to look it up, what I just Said was the title of the video. Him, Lewis Gates discussed this ideological divide. I'll put it in the, in the description. Okay, cool. Among Black Americans, right. but um, what he kind of summarized what he was talking about is there was no one way to be black, right. and right. that you know we he was he started out when he was in college. They had the Black Panthers. They had the uh, he was in college when um, Sheila. Um, What's her name? Not Sheila Tyson. What the? Uh, nice. Sheila Jackson Lee. Mm-hmm. The lady that always got the um, braid <laughs> bun. <laughs> she, she gives you that bun, though. She got the braid bun. And he was there when Ben Carson was there, but he was he like, was I ain't really. Play. Yeah, he was like, but I ain't really know him. We With, might and his wife, and who knew his wife went to? Oh, Lee Lord Jesus. We got to see him those singers, though. She knows that one. She can sing me down yeah, to the right. floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying, you know, throughout all of it, each one of the each of the different sections of the black community um, mm-hmm. were saying, you know, this what they this is how what it is to be black, and all of them were saying something different. Right. And he was just like, so there's no, you know, one way to be black. And, you know, I know we all know that. Right. But we all get into the isms and schisms and, you know, you acting and white and you're talking yeah. white and, you you know, me and ugh, I've always, always hated that. Yeah. Like, when I, uh, uh, and Tony said he going to eat me up about something. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, ready. I'm like a cat. Like, I got you. Like, he, Okay, but that led me to um, a video on Megan Kelly. I don't like Megan Kelly, and Quanda doesn't like Megan Kelly. I don't like that bitch either. Megan's a three, three for her. Okay, we all don't like Megan Kelly. She's all voted off the damn island. <laughs> right. okay. But she had a really interesting story on her show. On her show. Has. That she had that they took away because she's a fucking crazy. But anyway, so without giving, you know, names and all that other kind of stuff, there was this um, lady throughout all her life, she thought she was, she thought that she was white. Mm -hmm. And she wanted to, you know, find out more about her um, mom's side of the family. She knew her dad's side of the family. She didn't know anything about her mom's side of the family. Her mom's dad. Well, you know, her mom's dad. Yeah, she knew her mom's mom. That's what I meant. She knew her mom's mom's side of the family, but not her mom's dad's side of the family. And, you know, whenever she would bring it up, you know, no, she didn't want to talk about it. Were her parents ever married? Her parents were married. They were married. She Mm -hmm. still didn't know them. She didn't know her maternal grandfather. Okay. 
No, 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 no. Her paternal grandfather. Paternal grandfather. Yeah, her dad. Okay. Her mom's dad. Her mom didn't get pregnant. I mean, didn't get married to her dad. She just got pregnant by her dad. And she moved away. He was asking about the lady, I thought. Yeah. Who is the lady? The lady who's doing all of this. Her parents are married. Her, her mom is. Like, it's her mom's. So it's her mom's dad. That she, gotcha. Her granddad okay. that she didn't. Yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. her granddad that she didn't um, right. know. So you know, she started to doing her research on her own. She found out they were in Louisiana, whatever, and she got a birth certificate and it had C O L on there. And she was like, what the hell does that mean? So she called. <laughs> so, you know, right. she called, whatever. She did a little research. And it was that she was colored. It right. meant that she was colored. She was like, wait. Uh. So she did a little more research, found something else. And another um, uh, piece of research said that, you know, she was black also. Her dad. Her dad was black also. No, her mama. First she found. Her mama. First, she found a record I got for her grandfather mm-hmm. that had B, mm-hmm. which identified him as black. Uh-huh. And so then when she found out that her grandfather was black, because mm-hmm. that's what she was looking for. Uh-huh. Then, then she said, she... okay, let me figure out what the hell is going on here. Then she went and researched her mom and got her so mom's So she wanted black, in other words. What? One of her grandparents was black. Right. Okay. And so was her mama. Yeah, because I did black. When she found her mom's birth certificate and yeah. those things, that's her when her mom's birth certificate said color. Color. Her dad was black, but that's because her dad was black. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. But her mom looked white. Looked right. She passed. Yeah. She, she passed. That was so the whole story. When she got pregnant, she moved away. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Her she her mom moved away. Whatever. And she didn't want to have any because she was light enough to pass. So she didn't want to have anything to do with that form of life, and she ended up marrying a white uh, a white man. A bigot. And he was a bigot, and you know she said anything. He was like, uh, his his mom would all her mom would always be like when he said something crazy about something that was on the news or whatever. Oh, don't say you know stuff like that. She never just you know really specifically Far fought against him because right. you know I am he didn't want do you know doing the research because you know she knew she knew what her history was. So after doing, you know, all of that, she finally confronted her mom with what she had. And, and when she initially confronted her with it, she was like, uh, no, you know, what you talking about, whatever, that's not a lot. So she st- showed her the birth certificate, all the research that she had done. And she was like, okay, but don't tell nobody while I'm alive. Especially your racist ass. <laughs> like, she nobody. Said, she said her dad died never knowing that her mom was black. Mm-hmm. Never know. And she didn't tell anybody until her until mom, her was, mom dead. was dead. Then she started looking for her family. Right. You know, her grandfather, her family through her grandfather. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, from all of that, she wrote a book, you know, did a documentary or whatever. It's called White Like Her. White Like Her. Like like she her was mom. talking about, because she was like, her mom was passing throughout, you know, all of the kind of stuff. Right. And throughout, well, <coughs> and what's funny is what that led to was uh, somebody was either watching her at her little um, mm-hmm. premiere or watching it on TV or something. Mm-hmm. And she was working on a documentary her cousin. with her cousin. Huh? Her cousin was working on a documentary. They didn't know each other. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, 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 oh, yeah. So then, okay, I think I have heard this she, story. She was, she was working on the book. Mm-hmm. And she was out doing press for that. Right. One of her cousin's friends, her cousin that she did, that not, she did know. not know. Did not know. Heard that 
when she said her grandfather's yeah, name, she, their family it name. was that lady's dad's name. And they were from Louisiana, gotcha. too. Okay. And that she just happened to be working on a documentary about... Passing. She knew that a lot right. of her family had, you know, she didn't know. They were looking for some people, and she knew they had, right. you know, and went to wear other lives. of them, you couldn't identify what race her family was. Yeah. They looked... And on the dad's side, and you know, because the other side, you know, her dad's side or granddad, um, when you look at pictures of them, when they were talking, they don't even know. They, they didn't, didn't know, know what, what race they were. They, they were. didn't know what race they were. <laughs> it, it never was an issue for them. And what it was is that the white, the white lady that started all this, her her mom, who was the one that was initially passing, was the dad's first. Set of children because she also had a brother, right. and she was saying that when she did research and got her uncle's birth certificate, her mom's brother, he had said black. So he can't was I mean his birth certificate said white, but his death certificate his death said, said black. black. <laughs> so he had identified with his black, black side, right. and the mama had identified with her white side. And the cousin that she found was the dad's son as well, but it was his second set of children. Gotcha. So that was how they were related. But they had they he had the same name as as the granddaddy. So what does it got you on the on the real, real So thing? when um there it all ended with the way she I when that she asked so how how does she now that she's found all these things out, how does she identify? Right. And she said initially it was hard for her, but what she could say was she was a white woman with a mixed heritage. Right. Because she said she was raised as a white woman. Right. She grew up in a white community, so she identified as a white and, woman. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's <laughs> interesting because, you know, there are people on both sides who will have issues with that, and I have uh, a couple of biracial friends, mm -hmm. and one of the things is they're never black enough for their black friends, they're never white enough for white friends. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you think about, that wasn't where I thought you were going. When you think about <laughs> when you think about blackness, because I'm real big to say that you have black people who are lowercase black, and then you have people who are capital black, right. mm -hmm. like black people who don't have any black friends right. and don't really have the black the quote unquote generalized black experience. Because you're black, whatever experience you have is your it's experience. Your experience. I'm not doing. I'm not saying that, but, but it's those the traditional are, black right. But and I don't need those people commenting on race because your experience is not. What the rest of us go through because you live in some type of insulated privilege, usually because of wealth. So and when and I'm going to put and what's crazy is, have you watched the show All American? I think you probably haven't watched the show. It's on Netflix. You got no superheroes in it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but I didn't know that it was based it's on a true dead story. It's not dead people. Okay, but I it's about get people fly. No, it's Did about, they die? It's about, <laughs> I'm not if they didn't fly down here. Oh my god. But it's about a black boy that's um, playing football in his black you know, community mm -hmm. and he's got a whole bunch of drum. But basically he goes to a white school and he's like, you know, really on them, especially the black folks, because they don't have you know, issues like he does in his community, but then he finds out that they still got, you know, shit going issues, on. But, but it, you know, it's different. Right. But they still deal with, and I'm not defending them all the way, but they still deal with um, kind of those racial They uh, do, but things they deal with it because in they've been a different so way. But they deal with it because they've been so blind to it. Nothing worse than a black person who thinks they have some 
type of special privilege or you special black when white people treat you like a nigga. And, I'm like, that, say, and that's, that's one thing. typically when they identify and that's right. one is thing when they get that, treated um, like what they are. That's one thing that that points out in the show is he, you know, the coach, he's uh he moved from, you know, his hood, all the other kind of stuff, and he had um biracial kids. And when the son, he was in high school, he was in the car with the boy, and you know, he was but, there. He was like, Why are you have had that talk with me? Go, so, you know, but going was, back to your to the woman. Uh-huh, go. With her identity, and I think that she did was was not only politically correct, but I think also socially correct. Right. Because you just can't say just because you found out you got some black people in your hair, just oh now I'm black because mm-hmm. right. you ain't had this black experience. <clears throat> right. And you know, and, and it wouldn't have been inauthentic for her. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. That. Right. And I'm and I just appreciate <laughs> right. that she can right. say that. You know, you got some of those some of the folks that's doing their ancestry dot com. You know, right. they got they're killing themselves because right. they find out they got the you know. Ad- oh yeah. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> some in the uh, you know. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, no, wait. Tell me more about this. So, so He's you. He's appalled. Okay, wait, so, so you said that I'm gonna tell you. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask a question. When did they find they had the one percent? They got they drop. They got that drop. They got the drop. And they asked themselves. Uh-huh. So you remember Don't what's the name? What's the name of the lady? She be dead in the way. What's the lady that she was a lady? She had a talk show. It went on a long time. It was a black lady. And she had, you know, some, it might have been no, it wasn't her. No, it wasn't her. She had a little voice. Yeah, she had a little funny voice. But you know, she had some people on there. And it was a white supremacist, and it was some, you know, and they were doing the DNA test, you know, see whatever, whatever, because he was correct. And so they did the DNA test, and it showed that he had some African, and he was like, no, that can't be right, la la. And then like a few days after the show, he actually killed himself. And so they were like, you know, all I can say is, if you do some dumb shit, if you do some dumb shit like that, good fucking rich. And let me just tell you, I hate this whole DNA bullshit. Well, oh, just said, let me they tell just said on NPR that it's not because I, I don't feel like it's safe. Like I don't, I don't like the idea of I'm gonna swab my shit, put it in a box, and mail it off to DNA.com somewhere. Yeah. And they got it Listen. You ain't gonna get me to put my shit on this stamp and send it to you. I, I'm, I'm, actually, they got I'm anyway. actually gonna do it pretty soon. I just can't. But, I but, can't. But, but let me tell you because this Because what we don't know what these people are doing with this. I, just, know, I, I, I already know what they're doing. Just, the the, um, the insurance company is looking at y'all DNA stuff to see what y'all susceptible to to it's see what they're gonna charge y'all the most for. It's too much. <laughs> let me, let me too say much. this. Uh-huh. I, yeah, and, and you have some balance. You do. If, yeah. I, I'm serious. I mean, I think like if if I were going to like. Literally, like there was a show that was called Finding Home or like something like mm-hmm. that, and all the celebrities were doing it, and it was like Ancestry.com or whatever. And they actually went though and found their relatives. Yeah. But like, if I'm gonna get you to send me a goddamn pie chart and say you are 25% Nigerian, 25, I don't, I'm not gonna, uh uh-uh. uh, we're gonna have to have some more results for me to. Be shipping off my damn So, said that there are, some, there are certain <laughs> tests that do a lot more. Like, in one of my... Like, reasons, you could go somewhere privately yeah, and no, get like it done. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, my, like, just randomly... But you still know what they're doing. doing. <laughs> my whole thing is... I mean, you don't know what your doctor's office is doing. Exactly. However, that's why I, said I, got feel more, already, huh? I feel more secure I feel doing it or something that's regulated or whatever. You know the process is security, but whatever you need to get through. Whatever. I'm just saying. But I have a friend who recently, like, this year... He did one of those ancestry tests and he got a, a little ping and it said that there was a 99.9% chance that this man was his father. 
Well, his father was dead as far as, as, far as he knew. And from what, what his mama told him. Well, come to find out. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dead ass, seriously. Come to find out. Um, his mama and her sisters used to date these brothers. And so he has a cousin who actually would probably be his brother. His half-brother. Because his daddy's brother that had sex with his mama, you know, folks, we've been trying to for a while. Like, all this stuff on See, Rihanna. See, that's why y'all don't want to do ancestry. <laughs> but, you know, you know, we've we, we, we been trying to... Your sister lived next door. So, whichever one he did, identified his parents. It identified but I want, his But was that his... his Reason for seeking it out was to find. No, he just did it, and then they were like, "Bam, this man could be your father." Come to find out, he recognized the man as his uncle, did he? As his mother. Oh (laughs) God! Oh my God! But there's been some siblings that have found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are guys that went to school together for years. I want to do. I want. I want to do it mainly because my dad was a whore. And. I'm sure. I don't know, got no money. This when I saw that story, oh my god, he looked just like the man. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, that is sad. Black folks in our lives. So are they like are they trying to build a relationship? Yeah, yeah, they. That's are. good. That's good though. Uh, but this when I saw that story for a while, I have been thinking about it. You know, with our we're getting older, which means our parents are getting older, mm-hmm. which means our grandparents are getting older. Yeah, and, we got um, it. Yeah, it just makes man. makes you face you know mortality. Yeah, and so um, I felt like um, like before my grand my mom's mom died, we would talk to her, ask a lot of questions. She would you know tell a lot of older stories and stuff like that. So we kind of you know know. But I've, I always wish I could have done like an interview with her to get something like on the record. And we kind of depend on like our aunts and stuff like that to like keep and up they with don't who know. is who and what's what. And, and, and they don't And know. I feel like I always have felt that we don't have an identity. Our identity as a pe- as a race is is surrounded or 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 focused in slavery. Like when you think about um, uh, Italian people or German people or whoever, whomever, white people, they have. They know who their great 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 grandfather was, where what country they came from, what this, what that, and with us because of how we were brought to this country, mm-hmm. how our families were separated, how we have parents, daddies, whoever who have children and families different places. You know, we don't have that that history. We don't know mm-hmm. where we come from, yeah. and I feel like that's that's something that to me. It's a negative for us. So I just have always wanted to follow it just, you know, to know. So, so, so we, we can talk like we are already on our first break. <laughs> so look, we're going to go to our first break. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back. We're going to continue this conversation and segue into another conversation around that. And then I want to, I want to like finish out the hour with the conversation that we had that you hadn't touched on yet. Cause, you know, you uh, paid it. But we'll finish that. I don't even know what comes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's something that you said earlier that I wanted you to bring up earlier. You have not brought it up yet, so I'm going to have to introduce you. Oh, you're surprised? I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I yeah. know exactly what you're talking so we'll, about. So we'll be back after the break. Okay. All right, peace. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's Get right. That's your house. Right, if you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 
205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. You know, back in the beer, fatty. Come on, no frame. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> hey! Oh, I don't know what say something yet. I don't know what to say. But uh, again, thank y'all again. Oh, <laughs> thank y'all again for listening to Same Crap Different Day. Uh, we really enjoy doing this, and we really like the fact that y'all like listening to us. I know, right? So um, so before the break, Kwanda, you were talking about how important like ancestry right. is to us and how it's really difficult for us to trace our history back. Right. And that made me think, we started, my family started doing uh, family unions back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like the the family historian now. Mm-hmm. And like I've actually traced our family back to around 1824. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we know that we live here. We know our grandparents were from Newburn, Alabama and all this other stuff. But the problem came mm-hmm. is when we go as back, far back as I can, we end up in where? North Carolina. Hmm. So there's my great, 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 grandfather was named Abram Starkey. Not Abraham, but Abram Starkey. Mm-hmm. And um, we can't go any further back than him. Well, I can't go right now because I haven't been able to access any of the ship manifests or anything like mm-hmm. that. But we know that's when America landed on him. Mm-hmm. It's in 1824. Mm-hmm. So it is hard for us to know, you know, where we're from. And it's a privilege that white people just take for granted. It is. Cause, and you know what else pissed me off? It pissed me off when they have family reunions. Because y'all know where y'all families at. Y'all can go back to the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We take our asses back see, to the But what's funny is, what, what's going to be real crazy, a lot of white families don't have family reunions. They don't. They don't. Most of them don't because they don't have a need to. The only time they have like kind of reunions is at a wedding or at a funeral. And those that do have reunions, it's because some of them sat well, I ain't gonna say sadly, but they've been raised in different cultures and when you know they wanna get together and do some stuff. I ain't gonna call it cultural appropriation, but but, you know, you pull on what's good. Yeah. (laughs) When the when the DNA stuff first start, first came out, you know, it would let you go so far. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to find out about my granddad, my mom's dad, because I'm 38. Mm-hmm. My granddad would have been over 100 years old. Not mm-hmm. my great grandfather. You know, my grandparents had children older. Right. And so my mom's the baby. So um, we he, we never we don't we don't really know when his birthday was. So we were able to find him on one of those things, kind of like she had um, on the census. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that but that was as far as we could go. But then on my dad's side, my grandmother, you know, Willie Jean, mm-hmm. is, was this yellow, high yellow, uh, She was red a really woman. interesting colored woman. She, like, she was. She and I'll like, tell she, you why. Huh. I think. This is what my aunt said. My great, great aunt raised me, which is my dad's um, great aunt. Right, right. Um, oh, and of course, she lived two doors down from my mama's side of the family, so it was just oh, kind of like all in the family. And she never had any children. She never had any children of her own. So we talked about it, and she Ooh. told me that, okay, so my grandmother is her niece. If Aunt Emory's niece, okay. but she, my grandmother was older than her. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother's mother is Aunt Emory's sister. Okay. Okay. So what she told me was that her mom, their mom, Miss Annie, which would have been my great grandmother, right. had well got pregnant in Georgia, mm-hmm. supposedly by a white man. Mm-hmm. And when she got pregnant, she was probably about fourteen years old. And so when she got pregnant, she had to leave. Right. And so she came here and had my great grandmother. And then 
my you know great grandmother around the same age had my grandmother, right. and so that's why she was older than her niece. But um, it always takes me back to that because I think, you know, like what was that relationship like? And, and I say that because and what, what triggered it for me was my great grandmother without her black features like her nose and her lips. She could have passed mm -hmm. the hair, the, the light, you know, light skin, you know, all that. And it makes sense to me that her daddy probably was white. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, was this like an assault? Like, this was this an older man that like raised she her? Was 14, was like, she, or was she like in a, you know, like yeah. she have a little love affair mm -hmm. with a little white boy? You know, like that kind of stuff we don't know. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. really would like to know because there could be a whole family out, you know, like, was this something where they, she loved him and they mm -hmm. loved each other and he always wondered like what happened to him? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be a real thing. But my grandmother, when, when we're talking about like the features and stuff like that, my grandmother, was fair skinned with red hair mm -hmm. and hazel eyes. So it it came Nicola, out in her. So it, it just Nicola made had some beautiful eyes. Like I was I, fascinated by her eyes. And, <laughs> and my auntie has them too, Diane. She yeah. has the same yeah, eyes as my grandma. But when my aunt told me that, it just like kind of made sense. Like that was that coming out in her. When I would right. say that's like the Irish mm -hmm. or whatever, you right. know, the red hair, the green eyes, whatever. But it's just like that part of our history. We just don't know. You know what I'm saying? And there's so many things that people didn't talk about because of traumas. Because it could have been an assault. You know, we just yeah. don't know that. And chances are. Chances are it could have been because it would have been in like the 20s. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, so, you know, who knows? But I just feel like there's something for us because we don't know where we come from in a lot of instances. To me, like, if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for a lot of us, that disconnect is if, if we knew, like, where we came from. Because our people did so much. Like, if you just knew where you came from and, and knew what you were tied to, I think it would give us a little bit more sense of self and more sense of pride. Um, so, I struggle with that sometimes, Farmer, <laughs> because, and the reason why I struggle with that is because, like, I, I know a great deal of where I came from, uh, and I'm just talking about just an immediate family that mm -hmm. I know, and... I just, I guess the way that my mind and my psyche works, I just never let my circumstances determine where I thought I was going. Yeah, and I know that's not true for a lot right, of people. because I mean, you, we didn't either, but... You know, <laughs> I mean, my yeah. mom had me at 14 years old, you know, my grandfather, you know, prior to me being born was a raving alcoholic who had mental illness, and, you know... People who knew my grandfather, even me knowing my grandfather, it's hard for me to even think that he was ever that man because by the time I was born, they got his ass in treatment, so it was a different story. Mm -hmm. But, you know, growing up in a household with two older grandparents who raised you, nobody really worked, you would think that I would not have a really, really strong work ethic. And I do, and it's not because I didn't want to be like them because my grandparents are some, some bomb-ass grandparents. Mm -hmm. You know, I strive to be like them in certain aspects. But at the same time, you know, y'all know I'm always working. I'm always trying to do stuff. And I think that sometimes um, that we, I don't want to say we use it as a crutch by not knowing our history. But I just don't, I just refuse to let not knowing my history define me. I don't think, I don't think that, I don't, I don't think it's like to define you. I just feel like it's almost like a person that's adopted and that doesn't know their parents. Like, I mean, you have an existence outside of that. Right. But it would add another element to you, to me. To know where you come from. And sometimes you don't and, want to know. And, but what I was just about to say, like okay, in, in I, what I was about to say is in my Ooh. like in my in that example, it could also though explain because I feel like for us as a people, there's so much healing that we need okay. to do. 
because we come from a history of trauma. But just to know the truth in a lot of these instances could explain a lot of things and help with a lot of things. That's that's what I mean. Jump in for just a second. Yeah, Lord, my God. So I mean, so like for Tony, I'm I I'm with you in the weekend, and my family. You know, we have our family reunions, all the, those kinds of things. And on my granddad's side, I know that we can um, trace our family back to the slavery slavery era, era back even to South Carolina. And then even on that side, we if you look at my family right now, that you got green eyes, green eyes that turn blue, you got blonde hair, red hair, folks that look almost white, folks mm-hmm. that's black as shit. I mean it's mine you know too. Mine and, too. It's, it's just like it. a plethora. It I, is. And, and um, we know that somewhere down, we know that we got some white folks that are, you know, mm-hmm. and one of my aunts is kind of like trying to figure, you know, that out. Now, we got a, um, a retired aunt that's a teacher. She ain't got really nothing to do, and she like, you know, we're, uh, history. So, we are good in that, and she's trying to figure that out. But on my grandma's side, we don't have a lot. Like, I, you know, they know who Big Mama was and all yeah, that. But, but yeah. then, you know, whatever. And there's not a whole lot of, you know, whatever. And... Just from looking and talking to and, you know, with that side of the family, it brings me to what both of y'all were saying at the end was, I don't think a lot of them want to know because it would open some wounds and bring out some truths and there's some secrets that I think that are there that I don't think that they would want to be revealed, at least as like the lady said in her or her mama said, while they're alive. Mm-hmm. And you and, and I know that and, and for you, you know you No you, no I'm with you. I'm with you. There are some yeah. truths that they wouldn't want to be uncovered. So mm-hmm. for that reason, you let know me, let me give you an example. So okay. some shit that never made sense to me. I got two, two, one on each side of my family. So like on one side, on my on my mother's father's side of the family, uh, I had a, a uncle. We used to call him Uncle Little Joe. Uncle Uncle Little Joe's name was Joe Gray. Mm-hmm. My grandfather is James Walker. So how Joe Gray and James Walker become brothers if they had the same parents? Mm-hmm. So for all of our life, all of our existence, the story has been. That my uncle Lil Joe accidentally killed his brother Lazarus. I know, right? Lazarus. <laughs> and come on, buddy. Come on. The story is my uncle Lil Joe killed his brother Lazarus and he had to move to Birmingham and change the name because the white folks going to get him. Oh, wow. Well, we finally found out here in the last 10 years or so that that's not quite what happened. Mm. Uncle Lil Joe did kill his brother Lazarus, but that's not why he had to move to Birmingham. He moved to Birmingham because he either stole some white people's cow or somebody's goat and they were going to hang his ass up. So that's why he moved to Birmingham. They didn't give a shit about killing Lazarus. Uh-huh. But that goddamn cow, you used to pay for that in the unique row. So, you know, so that never made a lot of sense to me. And I finally found that out. So on my grandmother's side, I have this uncle, um, they call him Pee Wee. Uncle Pee Wee, the story about how Uncle Pee Wee is that he was the son of a friend of a family and the lady didn't want him, so she came and gave him to my great-grandparents and they raised him. 
Now, looking at Uncle Pee-wee, Uncle Pee-wee like the rest of us. I was just about to say. And he's short, <laughs> just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I think that... That um, was his child. That that was my great-grandfather's son. Mm-hmm. And that one was like, we're cheaper to leave me with this little motherfucker <laughs> by myself. <laughs> you yeah, you ain't your bitch kid. That's, right. That's, that's, that's yeah. what I think. But, but we have so much of that. A lot In of all that. of but our no, families. And if you know you do those ancestry.coms or whatever, you're going to find out that person you thought was your auntie yeah. was your mama. And, 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 you know, and we don't want women that. Women having children when they were younger and give it to the so-and-so uh-huh. way. You grow with your somebody and get it. It's really your mama. I can't even say the name. Yes, I will. Please don't say it. Oh God! Don't say it. Uh-uh, don't say it. Okay, but two. Don't where your grandma in them houses, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know who lived next to them, right? Yes. Who lived next door to them? Yes. Okay, so the next house across the street. I always thought his sister was his mom. I always thought his mom was his sister. Mm, I think I know. I think. Mm-hmm. I, know. We'll I think I've that. heard. Yeah. We'll talk about that during the break. But yes, this happens. But but again, like I said. And I feel like this is, and this is a conversation that I would like for us to have later. Um, this is really one that's just really digging for me, for men. Right. And not wanting to address traumas in order to heal, to move forward. I feel not like. Not just men. For this particular conversation. Okay. Men. Mm-hmm. Not women. Men. Because what I have seen recently mm-hmm. is a lot of self-destructive behavior from men because they refuse refuse not because they're not able but because they refuse to deal with issues that they've ha- you know experienced in their lives to make them better men better husbands better fathers whatever better partners Ooh, or whatever. and um it's a problem it is. and i think to the, you know in the same vein for us yeah a lot of things are going to be hurtful if you expose it, if you talk about it, but but you may not understand why your grandma always acted away, or why your granddad was a drunk, or why you know these things can be healing when you talk about them. It can, it's gonna hurt you a lot of times when you go through things and bring up drugs mm-hmm. and things. Yeah. But to me, a lot of our what binds us as a people is secrets, mm-hmm. and you know, in our community and. Putting things, you know, hiding things and, you know, not talking about things. It's not healthy for us. It has never You know, been. that's why a lot of us don't like Iyama. Yeah, because there she's telling you to tell the truth. And this is what I'm talking about. That don't like Iyama. Specifically, I'm, I'm talking about reason. therapy. I'm talking about. I'm um, having a down in my therapy. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like, we, there are so many, specifically men, who are, they, they are, you know, it's like, it's, it's not a thing that they're willing to be open to. It's not something that they're, you know, it's like, I, I can fix my own problems. Men deal with hurt differently, so mm. much differently than we women. We don't yeah. deal with it. No, yes, they well, don't that, deal with and it. That's 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 and that's, that's part what of I'm the problem. Talking about. I'm that's talking about the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, and I, this, 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 um, this, this African proverb has been resonating with me all year. Uh, it says a man who who hides his illness can never be healed, mm-hmm. and it's so true in it's, so many it's true. aspects. And of an our illness lives. can be anything. But, uh, but on the other end of it, it, a lot of men feel like if I show that illness, show that vulnerability, whatever, weak. Yeah. I'm weak, yeah. but they're gonna call yeah. me gay. Yeah. I'm gonna be yeah. gay. Yeah. That, that, those are excuses, but and I'm sick of it. That, I'm but, sick of it. But we live by that. We, if we yeah. live on by likes the, on Facebook, the, I'm gonna live by how you feel about you. The problem, but the problem, the problem is the way we socialize. 
socialize boys the way we socialize. One hundred percent women. One hundred percent. We socialize boys and girls differently, yeah. and it causes it causes like the same problem that causes to manifest itself in different ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because because yeah. you know when one thing I, so like even when we talk about the our HIV world. You know, there was a couple studies that showed, like, depending on how much trauma you had as a child, mm-hmm. the more trauma you had, the more more points you rack up in the trauma field, the more likely you are to, to be um, to have indications for HIV. Mm-hmm. And and the one thing, one of the things that we that we don't talk about, same thing with um, teenage pregnancy. Yeah, same. Yes. Yeah, but 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 HIV and, and, and yeah, teenage pregnancy they are on the same. Yeah, same shit. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I just you know, wanted to put that out for the people. Right. But but you know we think about the one trauma that 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 people don't think about is how we like leave our children and and, and it causes some attachment issues. Mm-hmm. Like think about the number of and women do it too, but not as, not in the expect not the extent that guys do. Like you get a girl pregnant and all of a sudden you, that's her baby. You go on about your life. Well, this child grows up without this male figure in their life, mm-hmm. and they are trying their best to try to find someone to love them like their daddy did. And this is not just little girls. This is little boys, Most, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is why we have those particular issues. It's called PAB, punk-ass biological right. syndrome. I made it up. <laughs> Seven, three. But, <laughs> but, but, you know, they're trying to find someone to love them, and yeah. then it causes them to, to act out in different yeah. ways. And, we'll and get, it will manifest itself. It will. It, it manifests it. itself in their relationships when they become grown men. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just, but the only thing I can't fault them because no, they were never taught how to see, this, deal with it. How to see? This is what we get into is the bullshit, and I'm. This is where I'm really getting sick of the conversation. Is because <laughs> we ain't talking about fault. Because really? the things that happen. This, this I had a conversation recently with somebody very close to me, and we talked about. Um, Things that happen to us, mm-hmm. you know, because we were talking about this with men not wanting to go there because you don't want to be hurt. Men are, you know, they don't want to be vulnerable. It, nobody wants to be hurt, right. but it's like they take it, men take it on a different level than, mm-hmm. than we do. 100%. And, um, you know, internalize it differently than we do. And um, when you don't deal with that mm-hmm. or you are unwilling to it'll just hurt through it, it'll deal with you. It will deal and it will you. manifest itself in so many places and areas in your life and yeah. it will destroy your life. Yeah. And, and you will not have healthy relationships. You know, it just goes so far. And part of it was, you know, what well, such and such happened to so-and-so. And I said, a lot of shit happened to me. You know what I mean? A lot of stuff has happened to all of us. That is not an excuse not to get your shit together. Right. It's just not. The things that happened to you were not your fault. That is a fact, especially if you were a child. Yeah. However, in your adulthood, it is your responsibility to, to fix with, your shit. I don't shit. care. It's your responsibility to fix I'm your shit. I'm with you, but especially, especially, Listen, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> especially when someone is giving you the tools when someone is showing you the way, when someone is offering to help that you, when someone sense. is opening the door, I ain't talking about the people that's out there in the wilderness. I'm talking about people who have accessibility, who have people who are around them that want to help you. You have to still be willing. If you want to be a wounded little boy, then life got some shit out there for you. But daddy told you, um, grandma, granddad, somebody told you, 
that if you're going to be a man and you're going to be a real man, you don't take nothing from nobody. Well, let me tell you if something. You don't if get you want to stick you with that bullshit. You, I, I, look, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that is the thought process. But that's it's, also a defense. It, it's folks that I, I, I won't say argue with, I debate with, that mm-hmm. went to school with us mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. What the hell do you mean? Because that is their thought process. I understand. That, and, and but so, what, she, but she, what but I'm saying is if you none, none of it. Right. Matters. I I'm, I'm, I get you because we are really getting to a point now where we got to start owning our shit. Mm-hmm. We got to start being responsible for fixing I our shit. You're gonna things. go out here in relationships and in marriages and in having children, becoming a father, becoming a mother, whatever. You gotta work on. You gotta do some self work. Yeah. And you know all of this comes full circle to um, not knowing who we are, not knowing who but you are, cra- and not I- wanting to deal with traumas and not want to deal with. You know. What I'm finding is both men and women is they are looking for that man or that woman that they think going to help yeah, them yeah. work that instead of them working or, or it themselves. Or whatever, but, instead but, of them doing them work themselves, they're looking for somebody to put will, in that work with them or for them. Something that Will and Jada were talking about on Red Table Talk when they did their episode together. People be on Jada, but I thought she'd be, they be she, talking she really good. Do. They be they talking good. If she was saying something about Jada, they some dumbass. They, yeah. they be talking but good. But what, what he said was it's not my her happiness is not my responsibility. Not at all. And vice versa. Not at all. And, and, and if and, I'm and, not making you happy, it's, it's your right. responsibility to tell work. me. You have to do your personal work, and <laughs> uh-huh. I think that I'm just seeing it more and more. Where I see men who are just excuse after excuse. It's just like broken relationship after broken relationship. You know, children dragging here and there, and it's all because you won't deal with this. Right. Mm-hmm. You will not deal with it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, it's just, it's all downhill from there. And it's a conversation that I almost had this week, but y'all had Angry Birds on the front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't go live about the shit because it was just really stirred in me because it was so many different things that were happening. And I'm like, we got to talk about this shit. Yeah. But we can talk about it at a different time. Yeah, I, think we, I think we could probably dedicate a whole show to no, that. Sure. Sure. It's, it's sure. a, there's a lot of shit. We need to talk about it. So look, so we are going to uh, go into our second break. Mm-hmm. Come on, we got to finish this up because I think I got a date. Oh, come on! Lord. You know I don't get them. Come on, Tony. No, I don't get them. So we finna speak, y'all. Oh, well, okay. Well, let's go to the And then we come in. Let's go live this up. This got a little heavy. Wait a minute. How you think you got a date? They might not show up. This episode of Same Crap Different Day is sponsored by AIDS Alabama. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's, That's right. That's your house. Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. That's 205-918-8184. That's awesome. Don't call myself. Well, I'll just tell you All right, so don't say that. <laughs> no, I can't tell you. Yeah, that's going to make the Just know. Okay. You're going to like it. Okay, my so, last homework, my plaque. Y'all keep a plaque because y'all told me too much. I'm sorry. Yeah, this one, you're going to okay. like this So one. we are back. <laughs> <laughs> we back. I was just telling them to watch See You Tomorrow on Netflix. My God. 
So, um, so we're gonna close this out on a little bit of lighter note. It's kind of light, but it's also he- kind of heavy. So we're gonna talk about a couple. Kind of because he's fat and ugly. Yeah. So y'all, <laughs> dumbass, y'all dumbass president. Oh. I, would I tell y'all so sick of this lying ass motherfucker? Oh. Like, him and his uh, maternity general punk ass mom. I want him away from me. I want him away from me. I want him away from me. I'm telling you. I was getting ready for work this morning. <laughs> and they flashed to his little talking, you know, he likes it. Oh. Now he done in the press conference. He's going to stand he outside the helicopter. the helicopter so he can act like he didn't hear hey. he Right. And then he just goes on a tangent just talking and lying. And then they air the shit. And then Ooh, he did. And just be like, lying, Jesus. Was really and I'm just saying, I was just calling myself looking at the TV like this. I just, I'm so damn sick of his what, ass. This is, this is what I don't understand, though. <laughs> and why people, why people, this is y'all's fucking fault. You and your grandma. This yeah. is y'all's 70 fault. 70-something percent of voters yeah. for y'all. Yeah, yeah. And, and 58% of y'all motherfuckers voted for him. So and y'all clear. bitches that didn't vote at all. Right, them yeah. hoes. Yeah. So, so I don't think, I don't, I just really don't think that you should be president of a nation, of a major yeah. power yeah, if you don't know how economics work. And he don't know how anything shit works. Work. He doesn't know how anything works. <laughs> but like, so this last thing, we're putting these tariffs on Mexico. Yeah, he keeps lying. Wait a minute. We're not. But here's the problem. Go by Washington. You putting you putting tariffs on Mexico does not hurt Mexico. It hurts us, you dumbass. He putting tariffs on every Child. goddamn body. The Dollar Tree got to raise their prices. The, the listen, $2 Dollar Tree. Morning <laughs> on the news that China was going to not buy soybeans from us. They weren't going to buy them. And that's where the, the soybean people are already going out of business because that's they're what they said most of them. This oh, we got soy sauce tax. They're going to start charging up with soy sauce, Jesus. All I'm saying is, <laughs> I hope they're happy. Like, yeah. I hope all these folks who happy. And you know the sad part about it? Mm-hmm. So, Quan and I started listening to this podcast called Seeing White. And but one thing that's the one y'all sent me today. Yeah, don't do it because I just no, listened no, no, to the no. first three about minutes. About I, I no, listened no, to the no, first three minutes. No, so you gonna say Quana and I? No, well, shit, yeah. <laughs> I was working. You ain't listening. To shit. <laughs> but look, so one of the things, one of the things, one thing they say in episode two, episode three is like how rich people convince poor white people that they're on the same. Yeah, same. Team. Oh yeah, yeah I said uh, that. I said that. And, and we've been saying that for a yes. while. I mean, because I they that, really feel like they identify more with, with with rich white people like him. Because how the hell can a billionaire, supposedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, claim to be your champion? This man who has never, ever, ever worked for shit in his life, yeah. ever had to, nothing. He came into the world rich. And you identify with him more than you identify with my black ass. Because they crazy as shit. The same like, reason that Roy Moore finna uh, run for uh, Senator again. And win. And he gonna win. But this is, but this is the, other, <laughs> the other side to that is, if we don't stop effing around, these Backing Democrats, around. Trump is going to get elected Child, again. Child, one more time. Say it again for the people in the back. One more time. If we do not stop effing around, Democrats, and I don't hate to say we because I don't consider myself a Democrat. I'm an independent too. But if they don't stop effing around and trying to predict the damn future and and do all of this bullshit instead of just holding him accountable like they should be, he is going to get reelected. So let me ask you this. So, so, so there, so I, I really, and I I blame this on the Republicans and their, uh, (laughs) 
travel. Well, don't you blame on the reporter? Just about it. <laughs> but but you know the, the problem the problem with them is the fact that they have done nothing to hold them accountable no. these last two no. years. Oh and no, those, shit. And those rapists, rapists Lindsey Graham needs to just. His that queen. Did you see the black guy that's running that announced oh, the yeah. other night that he's yeah. gonna run against? But, but Lindsey Graham, Graham, gay ass, needs to go somewhere. It's disgusting. Now. It really is disgusting. But they have done nothing to hold no. him in check, and they no. know that he's lying, and yeah. they know that he's wrong. But this, um, you know, one of the congressmen, um, Justin Amash. Oh God! Is yes. the only the, oh, the, only, white uh, yes. the sole white. Man, Republican, Republican man. congressman, Impeaching that man. is standing up and saying, "I read the Mueller report. I read, I, I read, <laughs> and it is impeached his ass." Right, now. is what he said. <laughs> and he had a town hall in his in his He's district. And those white people, right. those Republicans, there were some Democrats there, but those Republicans were cheering for him. For having the courage to, to stand, stand up, up and tell the damn truth and to say what was right. So close. And the, this was the part that got me. Was because they were reporting on a lady who was there who mentioned that she did not know that the mother report said anything negative about she the only Because she News. only watches conservative, conservative media. media. So she News. only gets her information filtered through that source. And what it told me when I saw those people was that they're not all lost. There they are just some of them out the there right. who just... want the truth, and if they have it from somebody who they feel like they can believe and trust, they will be like, oh, hell no. Which is, which is poor political calculus on the parts of all these people like Lindsey Graham. And, yeah, uh, and because, and, and Joe Scarborough has been saying this. I can't for, Joe Scarborough has been saying this shit, I promise oh, you, for geez. a year straight. If you disagree with the establishment and it's your party, stand up and say what you believe in. If it's what you believe, you hold town halls, you go out and talk to your constituents, and they may not agree with you, but they will respect they you respect for you. coming out and saying how you feel and what you believe. And Justin Amash had a lady stand up and tell him that he was basically just, he's just as bad as the Democrats and blah, blah, blah. And it was his job to do what, basically do what his constituents said. And he told ass. that bitch. I didn't see that what he told her. He told her that's not his job. His job oh, is to yeah. defend the Constitution, Constitution. Because that's their job. Wow. And that's the fact. And so many Republicans are beholden to these racist-ass, ignorant-ass people. They are a terrified well, they're not to behold, stand they're up They're not to beholden to them. They are one of them. They are one of them. <laughs> but I'm saying they are also beholden to them because they want to keep I'm, their I'm, job. I'm a, I'm a, but I'm going to push back on that because I, I don't know if I did. I did this in the video the other morning in the car. But this is this is why they're beholden to them. Mm-hmm. In in 2010, there was a huge injustice done upon the voting public. Mm-hmm. The Republicans had gotten back in power, and it was time for the census, and it was time for them to redraw district lines. Right. They gerrymandered lines oh, in yeah. such a way that it really only takes about 30% of mm-hmm. the Republican right. electorate right. to get somebody elected the in these seats. The court started addressing some of this, too. Right, and so they are addressing back on And it. that's why, you know... When, when, when One of the main cases was Alabaster, Shelby County. No, that's that's different, It's though. over No, 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 but that's, that's, a whole different, that's a whole different topic. That was about the, the Voting Rights Act and how they can't move around voting places without getting permission from the government. Mm-hmm. This is about drawing district lines. Mm-hmm. And the problem with these district lines... If you thing. look, huh? I said I thought it was a little something. No, no. The problem with these district lines, like if you if you could draw up the congressional districts right. in Alabama, you, if you, if they show you the map. It looked you, like 
if you look if you look at Terry Sewell's district, mm-hmm. like Terry Sewell can win the black belt by itself. Right. But know what they did? They went and called oh, wow. all the black people yep. in Jefferson County out and yep. put them in there. Yep. Because mm-hmm. this district, the, the district that we in should not be Terry Sewell's district. Right. It should be another Democratic district. But the way they do those lines made it so that it should be 60-40. We got one out of nine. Mm-hmm. That shit's fucked up. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, the work that Eric Holder and President Obama are doing to straighten this out. But this is the Republicans' own doing. Like, they started incubating this goddamn uh, cannibalized baby back in 2010. And Donald Trump is the manifestation of what happens when you do bullshit like that. And they started with the Supreme Court. To the podcast that we're listening to, where D.L. Hewitt said Barack Obama is, well, well, this was when Trump was um, elected as the the, um, nominee. nominee. He said, Barack Obama is who we want to be. Donald Trump, Trump and his supporters are who we are. Okay. And that's a fact. Yeah. And I really get sick and tired of people saying them. No, it's not them. It's y'all. Yeah. It's us. This is who we are. As people say, oh, we're better than this. Oh, Barack Obama got elected twice. No, these people can't be. No, they are what they are. This is who they are. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're not appalled by the shit he does. If they're not appalled by the shit he says, why they support him. Because that is who they are. I, I can't believe that people really, like, there are people, and, you know, and I love you, Pine and the Sky motherfuckers, I really do, but for people to think that Roy Moore can't get reelected that's and crazy. can't get Donald Trump, that's, that's, that's And you totally, saw Don Jr. and Donald Trump attacking Roy Moore already, saying oh, he better not run, yeah, this, that, the third. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah they're they saying that. They yeah. tell him not to do it. Yeah, they did. They told him not because to do it. Because they want somebody else to run because they're thinking that if he does, then Doug maybe out to, the vote. to eat the vote out again. No. He's not. He's not going to be able to get the vote out again because you don't have the same momentum behind him that you had that time. He barely got it, got it out that time. And then he'd have pissed off the voting public because he voted with them. Well, this is the thing. The votes that he that he did were not votes that would have changed shit. His vote didn't break anything. It was votes where he could get on these commercials that's going to come up in the next few months right. mm-hmm. and say, I voted for the children of Alabama for chips. I voted for this and that. Yes, he voted with the goddamn Republicans, but he did the shit because he got to be able to put a fucking commercial on the TV and say that he's not partisan. He's got to be able to do that. And Nancy Pelosi and everybody else in the party knew what he was doing, knew he had to do it. Because that's how the shit goes with fucking politics. That's so people that's crying about it, fuck you because you don't understand politics. That's it's politics. what he had to fucking Whoa. do. Because he still got to keep some white it's votes. He's got to do he it. He can't, your black ass is not enough in Alabama, in Alabama. And you ain't going to halfway damn go he anyway. Still you got to keep some white votes. I get sick of it when I see them a Doug Jones. You don't even know what the fuck he's voting for. <laughs> Half of your asses is on ships. He's voting so they can fund the shit. Yeah. While y'all complaining about we ain't got our letters, we don't know if we're gonna have coverage. That's, That's why. what the fuck he was voting for. <laughs> shit. While they talking about the damn but holding some shit up for some damn dreamers, his they ass was voting Wait for your damn okay, children. Okay, hold on. Can I bring this uh, local for a second? Before ahead, bring this. So there was a post on Facebook yesterday in one of our man. private groups. Uh, and where they at though? From you know oh, our God. local, what about our local um, street um, uh, pioneers, Carlos Chevrolet? What is he? On uh, Facebook, where they at though? Asking the question. Um, y'all voted y'all mayor in to reduce crime, and he ain't doing nothing. But the thing about it was, and the people was eating him up about it. The people was letting him have it. Why? Like the why? 
Because how he gonna, I mean. Wait, wait. This is why. Because that motherfucker should have not made that part of his campaign. Wait, 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 wait. For people who, I ain't no Carlos fan. Mm-hmm. But Randall Whitman, Randall Whitman mm-hmm. should not have got his skinny ass up here trying to blame the crime on the police chief and the, and the mayor. That is not who crime, wait, 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 wait. wait. That's not who controls the crime. The crime is a community level mm-hmm. uh, problem, and communities have to police themselves. That's you call the police after the fucking fact. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he chose to make it a, a it political, a platform, issue. A platform mm-hmm. issue, yeah. So if you if it worked for them, he's and 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 I hate to say this, but in so many ways he sounds like fucking Donald Trump to me mm-hmm. because before when the economy was was good. And Obama was the president. The economy was bad. The, the day you become president, he even smirked when somebody said, well, now the economy's good. Yeah, it's good. Now right. That's what he fucking sounds like. Mm-hmm. And somebody needs to check him on that because don't be telling people where they was... Oh, no. He deserves all the shit that he's doing because he shouldn't have made it a platform issue. Now, for me... I don't go for platforms because I know you got, again, I know, I know politics. Say you, you got to say what you got to say mm-hmm. to get into. And Carlos uh, is a bit of bitch. He been building. Oh, he's building shit. shit he's building shit. He ain't got nothing to do with got He wants to, do. to be the black hope uh-huh. of Birmingham. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. some real bitch ass in but what, exhibits when it comes to Birmingham. Oh, yeah. But what I can Period. say for, what I, in reading the comments, what you said is what most of the people were saying. They were saying that you can't blame Randall. You know, he he's trying to do more. But, Randall, but, blame. Blame. but wait, no, no, no. I'm I saying, I, I got you. I, I got, got you. You know, he, you know, he got, uh, he's put out the more, uh, what them little, the police uh, points, yeah. and then he got the drones, and then, and but then they're drones. all. Oh yeah, some they drones. And the, oh yeah, and they, they work. They're all kinds. They work on with that. They get put on, um, um. You know all these specific tasks and all this shit. Cause it's I, some, and yeah. you have seen the blue flashing lights in the little um, different neighborhoods. It's all kind of. Yeah, I have so many issues with that. Okay, but it's all kinds Let's of things out there. Like they're actually hiring for people to um, fly the drones and do things like so that. So we're gonna surveil black people now. Cause I don't know what they. I don't know the exact details of that. But I mean, they ride them. Yeah, you see the little drones run, run, flying around in West End and Central Park and whatever. Y'all, that's you so, ain't never paid that no attention. That is so wrong. Well, but yeah, and still, they got that going on. But y'all, they ever knew my cousin works for Homicide. Y'all still shooting the goddamn other, you know, about any goddamn thing. But, you know, what I can say is what I could appreciate was most of them were saying it's on us as a community to police ourselves. But when we, you know, we don't want to hear that and we don't want to, you know, it came up to Bobby. He did the post, you know, the uh, it's one of the guys in our community. He's missing. And, um, you know, the people are looking for him and they want information, whatever, whatever. So you say that, but then you get on the live, the same person that, you know, want information, you know, find this person, we know y'all done did something. You get on the live because you out in the scene of an accident and there's a shooting or whatever, and the police come over. You say, oh, uh, 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 I ain't see nothing, I ain't hear nothing, and I don't know nothing. I'm just standing here recording. But that's I a, mean, what? But that's, but that, hold on, let me say this. <laughs> That's the problem with crime in our community. And that's what, I'm, yeah. that's yeah. what I was getting to. It always to. was. It, I, it, it always and, was. It always will be. Well, that's part of crime. That's part of crime in our, in our community. The other problem with crime in our community is 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 the lack of uh, access to resources. Right. You know, you talk about 
the trauma thing. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. We have too many people walking around and traumatized who yeah. don't have access to right. care. Right. You know, you have too many people in our neighborhoods who don't have access to a good education. And then you got people who are starting charter schools to take money away from public schools, which are already in a bad situation. Then, on top of all this, so now we're going to throw drones in our community, surveilling mm-hmm. our people. I have a huge problem with that. Well, do some research on it because I don't know the details of that. It's that I just know they got that's what that, they're doing a lot of shit. That, is, that sounds like some white folks shit. Well, the drones have been flying for a minute. That sounds like some Man. white folks shit to surveil oh, black people. No, it is no, not no. right. But you just gave me a, um something to talk on your topic you want to talk about um later about the men and mm-hmm. addressing their issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I mean, me yeah, yeah. But um, when people, when I mean, the the criticism is justified. Why you pissed off? This supposed to be the happy house. Because he yeah, used that didn't happen. Um, that as a platform issue. I got you. I'm there 100%, and, but, but I don't know how. He never have. said I'm going to be the savior of this. This was what, this, He thought his ideas were. Even when I heard it, I thought it was a little light, you know, about getting people together to talk and like all this shit. These niggas ain't going to cost each other. Dang, <laughs> no. I mean, you're going to have to have more than just, you know, like you're going to have to, it, it, it's it's a good idea, but you're going to have to build some more stuff around it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it, it just, a, it's, it, the problem is, has so many parts to, you can't just throw police mm-hmm. at it. You can't just throw overtime at it. You can't throw drones at it. You can't, you know, you just got, it's, it's a, and it's, it's going to take a, a while. Problem. It's going to take a while. And it's something that we are going to have to do work on for ourselves and our community in order for it to change. It and part matter. of it is, Wu had put it on her thing. You, she was talking about our communities and, you know, wanting them to look better and all mm-hmm. that. But there is so, there are so many people in our communities that feel like we live in the hood, so it need to look like a hood. Mm-hmm. Or just and, don't care because and, they live in the hood. But they I don't think they even know any better. I mean, and that's the thing. This is what it's supposed so, to look so like. Back, so back in 2005, um, I it was looking for my girl's other passport, and I was living down in Park Place. It was right after they tore down Metropolitan Gardens and made this multi-income place. And the problem with that, and the reason why I was happy to move out of that motherfucker was I'm sitting there paying nine hundred dollars a month for rent, mm-hmm. and then you got uh, Shaquisha over here paying yeah. fifty dollars a month. Well, I don't mind Shaquisha living there because I've been broke too. Mm-hmm. But Shaquisha can't act like she lived like act she like she's right. paying fifty dollars a month. You can't have shit out on the right. stoop, drying your clothes out there mm-hmm. on the stoop and right. doing hair and shit. Right. You know when you got neighbors. You but but some no people one, will say that's um that's how I live. I'm hood. That's how I live. But so they should. And I'm just saying that's. But my you but you see my point. I got yeah, your no, point 100%. But that's sure. like I, I um what but is it? But, but um, the brickyard used people, to be. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That is immaculate. They don't let them do nothing. Yeah. And it, it, you and know, it's, 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 looks, it, it it's been there for you, and it's because yeah. they take, look, you're not going to put this shit out here. Yeah, and they can looks, even it, only it, have a certain amount beautiful. of Christmas lights. You're not going to stand out here. Yeah. It's just, you know, how do because you make the people leave? to your point, when people don't know anything else. That's all they do. That's all they know is mm-hmm. to do what you know. Right. So it takes people to give you structure, to give you rules, to give you a standards for living. To say this is how we do things, and now people gonna say, "Ah, ah, they do this because I'm black." Nah, nah. Well, you know, <laughs> you know they're trying to teach you like not to live like uh-uh, that. Uh-uh, they're gonna say, "Ah, uh-uh. ah, yeah. yeah. y'all want me trying to make me live white." Yeah. Yeah. And not that I agree with these things, I'm just telling you what I hear on a daily basis. I just, it's just a lot. <laughs> you know, it's a lot going on. It is, Tanya. Yeah. 
But I really, but you know, seriously though, I really wish our local politicians would get their shit together too because yeah. you know, we got to vote these, them at the right ones but, in there. But but coming up with all these band aid ideas for shit that's systemic problems, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And they wouldn't fly no fucking John over Crestwood, so I don't know why they flying them over. They yeah, uh, What the people over, um, what it was? It might have been Avondale. It's somewhere over here. They had a little roadblock, and it was on the um. And on a computer, on uh, I believe in Birmingham. They was on I, the white people was on I believe in Birmingham going in. Uh, why is they got a roadblock over here? Right, they was going in. Because, uh, two years ago, it was the goddamn hood. I got you. And, 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 and don't act just because it's not. And the really projects are still over there. But but also don't act like it's just a black people problem. Right. Right. Hey, right. I'm there 100. percent That's what some of the white people were actually saying. He's like, because y'all know y'all got more drugs than y'all car. They do. <laughs> and y'all just don't want they, more people. You don't do. want to be disturbed. And, we get, and, and I we appreciate get, it. Then. And we get over police and they find fucking drones on our neighbors. <laughs> that shit better not be true. It be, oh, God, no, I'm, I'm hell, sorry. It better not be true. I'm sorry. I gave you that information. Yeah, I'm in the research. That just is um, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just fucked up on so many levels. It's like putting up traffic cameras and shit. Like, I don't like any of that shit. It's surveillance on a whole other level. If you want people in the neighborhood, you need to get enough cops to walk these fucking streets so they'll get to know the people in the neighborhood so we can actually do something about crime. Surveilling people is not the fucking answer. Well, I'm sorry. What, what, if, they, if they got a drone flying on West End, what about having some cops getting out their fucking cars and walking around and they well, they ain't got it's enough. It's not enough. enough pe- it's people. I mean, I got they a brother. Got, got I got a brother that's a um, police in West End. Yes, they do. I have never seen. The only time I've ever seen a Birmingham police officer outside of a goddamn car is when there's a problem. I've never seen them just walking around the neighborhood. Oh, they ain't gonna get out and walk around. I don't around. know where, where I'm gonna see the police. Well, I am this shit. I don't know if I was going so to get my uh, ass out and walk around. Because y'all, it's crazy. Y'all be throwing rocks I and shit. My, my, my point, again, there, there's research that shows that when police are feeling, the police and the community feel like the police are part of the community, there's a decrease That's a fact, crime. but I don't feel like we are in a position to say they're not. Because we don't know that. I don't know if she agrees with that. But anyway. Yeah. Well, I do. You see them out somewhere? I do. Not in, not in the not like you see. It depends on what, what it is. Like especially like around parks and stuff like that. They be walking around. I just like in neighborhoods. I can't specifically say a neighborhood they gonna walk around, but I've seen and I know the car. You know they go and they you know stop and talk to people on the side of the road. They might not get out of the car all the time. She just hot. I ain't get that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So this show is all about. <laughs> T-shirt that says, "If you can't be good, can I get one? Be good at it. I'm good. Yeah, oh, you you gotta have an HIV test. Though. Yeah, you can get tested. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get one, but I took another one. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I got the boys tested at the um. Oh, we haven't even seen each other in so long. I know, right? I got the boys tested at the um at Miles when they did the the game. 
Oh, uh, you came to the game? I was out there. I was on campus. I was on oh, campus. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they, it was a nice experience for them because they got to, like, you know, as soon as they did it, they would, like, send their friends text messages. Like, I'm trying to get a lot of parents. Yeah, talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get a lot of parents. If your kid yeah. is 12, to go ahead, yeah. you know, while you're standing, even if they're not having sex or yeah. whatever, just go ahead and yeah. do it so it you know a, what it's it like. It was a nice experience for them. Yeah. It's a conversation like it, it was. Yeah. And I thought it was good for their them to talk to their friends about it because maybe they'll open a conversation up with their parents. Mm-hmm. And you can call me and ask me whatever you like. Yes, they got this. And then you need me to come and do STI tests. I come to the house and do that too. Mm-hmm. I tell all the children you're having sex of any kind. Any kind. <laughs> if you're hunching on anybody, anybody hunching on you. If you're sucking on anybody, anybody sucking on you. If you're licking on anybody, <laughs> anybody licking on you. You need to get tested. <laughs> <laughs>